0: You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces.
1: Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris.
0: Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Lindsay Johnson, who's an integrative health coach on with us. Lindsay, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Um, so why don't you just uh, start by telling us um, about you as a nurse? Like, what kind of nurse are you?
1: Well, I graduated from nursing school in 2008, and I went straight into cardiac ICU nursing. And uh, you know, I played with all of the toys, took care of all of the incredibly sick patients, I was an ECMO specialist in the middle of the H1N1 pandemic. Uh, and I found myself in 2014 doing everything. I was co-chair of the shared leadership council on my unit doing hospital-wide stuff. I uh, presented at Tucson Nurses Week Foundation here in Tucson. Uh, I started my master's program and I also won an award here for Nurses Week. I was a fab 50 nurse. And I, I ended up going into my annual review, and they they told me that they brought up a, a conversation, not a conversation, a, an encounter I had with a, a patient, and the patient did not like me. <laughs> and, I, and I'd been having back pain for two years. I was experiencing, you know, the height of my IBS, and I was having pro- sleep problems, sleeping and headaches. And I realized, oh my God, I am burned out. And I, I needed to get out, like right there. I needed to get out. And so I found another job. I did infection prevention for about a year. That was, that was fine. Uh, but then I was poached for a new job in professional practice. And for a while there, that was my dream job. I, I had a dream boss. I was just working one-on-one with, the, with this boss that was just amazing. And I was helping nurses with their burnout and helping them with, you know, feeling good in their jobs when I hadn't felt good in my job after a while. And so I uh, continued on with my master's degree. I ended up graduating soon after. And then I had a baby in 2016. And soon after that, they reorganized my position. (laughs) And... (laughs) And I ended up working from home, which was, which was really good with a baby, but it was not my dream job anymore. I, um, headed a falls committee for uh, an entire system of hospitals and, uh, entered a bunch of data into the computer. (laughs) Talk about, talk about taking the humanity out of nursing. And, and so I did that for a little while. And in 2018, I had my second baby and I was like, this is it, I'm done. And I quit my job and went into nurse coaching which is what I am now. I'm a board certified nurse coach. I uh, did my six month program through the International Nurse Coaches Association. And uh, I started therapy at the same time and uh, became a Whole30 certified coach around that time. And um started my business. And then around uh beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic hit, I figured out this this other, this other thing. <laughs> I found that I anyway, I'll back up a little bit. I found that things were not going the direction that I wanted to with my coaching. And I found a program called um, from traumahealing.org somatic experiencing international right now. And, uh, I started that program in January and I'm still in that program and then the pandemic hit. And so it's, it's been sort of a, a whirlwind, uh, roller coaster of a journey the last couple of years building my business, but, uh, it's been, that's what I'm doing now. I help, uh, caregivers with, um, finding their joy and, um, enjoying their life again through healing stress, burnout, and trauma. I love it.
0: Um, so I want to get back for one second because, uh, you know, you had said something about uh, going in for your annual review and, uh, you listed all of all these things that you did amazingly. And then, um, having one patient complain about you is that that's what they bring up in the annual review. <laughs> and
1: that to me is
0: so typical of management. Like makes me yeah. crazy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I think it's so typical of humans. You know, we see all of these awesome things that, um, that we do and we always focus on the negative sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So then you were working as in professional practice and helping nurses with burnout. And you know you had the insight to see that you were burnt out at that point
1: um, yourself, but how did it manifest for nurses that you saw? Cynicism in the job. And I, I mean, I felt that myself. I'm sure that's what my patient felt <laughs> was the cynicism. Uh, just crying before going into work, um, anxiety the night before not being able to sleep, uh, manifesting through, you know, whatever, through any other chronic pain. I I saw that across the board for everybody.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had a, a very similar and I didn't recognize it as burnout as at all. Like I would come in to, as soon as I stepped into the hospital, I, I could feel myself get angry and people would be like, oh, hey, Katie. And I'm like, what do you want? You know, and it was just like yes. this, it, this nastiness came out of me. And I was like, I just don't like who I am. And I could not figure it out for the life of me. Um, and so, you know, went to like, took another job, you know, the, the change of pace, the change of location. And that helps for like, a couple of months and then it's kind of like it all goes back to what it was because nothing's changed exactly
1: <laughs> exactly
0: all right so you um were working from home you had two babies um and then what is this whole 30s certified coach what does that mean
1: yeah so uh the whole 30 is a 30-day program it's essentially an elimination diet and for some people it can be really helpful to take away the, um, most problematic foods out there for about 30 days, allow the gut to to heal for a little while, and then add them back in one at a time to see how we react to them both physically and emotionally. And, uh, so I, I, um, do coach the occasional group with that. I've sort of backed a little bit away from that, uh, in in favor of other things, but, uh, it's been really a, a key for my own journey and, um, I think it's the doorway for a lot of people. You know, it kind of, as the the creator of the whole 30 Melissa Urban states, it starts with food mm-hmm. for a lot of people. <laughs> and I know yeah. that's what it's started for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I interviewed a, a woman, um, a nurse who had a, a med spa and she had discovered that she had all these derm problems from gluten sensitivity. And, you know, mm-hmm. for years it's been misdiagnosed as other stuff. Uh, So I I agree. Like, I I think there's a a lot that goes into the food. Um, So then you mentioned that you went from kind of um, uh, you backed off of the whole 30 and around 2020 um, things weren't going the direction that you wanted. Can you talk about that a little bit? What does that mean?
1: Yeah, so I I found that I had a really big um, emphasis on moms and self-care, because I think that's what I needed in that moment, right? As a new mom, I was like, I, you know, at least have a little bit of experience with this at this point, but um, there was all, all this emphasis on self-care, right? And how much can I do for myself, you know, so that I can show up better for my baby. And I was starting to realize how, realize how backwards all of that was because as moms, we used to have these communities around us to take care of us, to take care of the baby. And now, especially during the last couple of years, we've been sort of left all alone to our own devices. And I think that happens to, um, to, to I think a lot of women in general, uh, in, in, in caregiving professions, like in nursing, you're just sort of on your own to figure out how you're going to get better. Uh, you, it's on you to make time for that self-care. And so I, I it just wasn't in alignment and I couldn't figure out why. And my friend uh, who is a therapist was talking about the somatic experiencing program that she went through. And so I looked it up and I barely read anything about it, but I was really into the nervous system stuff. I was like into polyvagal theory at that point. And I would just, I just registered for it and it's not a cheap, it wasn't a cheap weekend, you know, but it was here in Tucson and uh, completely changed my life. And the course of my career, it's now one of my biggest passions. (laughs) Uh, So talk about it. So what what does that mean to be a somatic experience practitioner? Yeah, so somatic experiencing is a um, a modality created by a man called Peter Levine, and it's a uh, nervous system um, healing program, essentially. It's not really a program. It's a It's a lens in which you can use whatever you can use people who come from, um, touch work and therapists and nurses can all, all, uh, do these, do use this lens. And what it does is it allows the nervous system to increase capacity to regulate itself. And, uh, very often when we, you know, meet trauma in our lives, or we are uh, under stress for a prolonged period of time, we don't, our nervous systems really do get stuck into these fight flight or freeze um, patterns. And it it can be very difficult for us to to regulate on our own. And uh, so SE allows that kind of window capacity to open up and um, allow for more implicit self-regulation. So um, the nervous system can actually go through periods of stress and regulate on its own again.
0: Okay, so when you start working with clients, I'm assuming they don't know what a somatic experience practitioner is, right? Like, (laughs) are they like, what is that? Um, gaining traction. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you explain it to them or how do you kind of sell it to them that this is something that they need?
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, the short version is this is a something basically nervous system training and allowing us to allowing the client to decrease stress, uh, through nervous system, uh, work. And that's through working with the body emotions, behaviors, um, and whatever happens in your mind.
0: Um, okay. So when you, uh, when you start working with a client, like what would be, um, uh, well, what type of clients would come to you and how
1: would you start with them? How would, where would you begin? So, um, great question. So I start with orientation. So if, if you want to right now, you can take a look around your room and, uh, just allow your eyes to wander and find something that is pleasant to look at. And just allow that to just be with you for a moment and just notice what's happening in your experience. And oftentimes you, you might feel something in the body. You know, it's um, what, what's going on for you in your body? Does it feel quiet or still or warm or cool? Or is your mind a little bit quieter? Uh, do you have a certain emotion that comes up? Uh, or I might even see something that that you're doing, uh, that the client's doing. They might start, uh, you know, twisting their ring or or touching their their hand, and that's uh, that's a self-soothing gesture that we do automatically without even thinking about. And uh, that allows us to regulate ourselves, right? That's, that's helping us regulate our, our own nervous systems. Okay.
0: Um, and so the type of person that would come to you, are they, uh, like, are they older? Are you still working with moms? Um, do, are they complaining of just anxiety? Like how, how do they decide to work with
1: you? Like, um, yeah, I, I, work with caregivers. So, uh, caregivers? Parents, parents, caregivers, and healthcare workers that are feeling, uh, that overwhelming stress. They don't feel like themselves. they uh, don't have if they have any sort of goals for their own self-care, they can't seem to make any of that work. Um, maybe they're having syn- uh, syndromal issues. I, I work with a lot of IBS because that's my been my experience. Um, sleep issues, chronic uh, fatigue, chronic illnesses, all of those can have, sort of that, um, that nervous system component to it. I'm not saying everything is nervous system related, but uh, when you go through a chronic illness, some you can actually have more nervous system re- dysregulation over time with uh, that, that continued hypervigilance when it comes to uh, managing your illness.
0: Okay. And so
1: you went through
0: integrative health coaching and then you did the trauma-based healing as well, right? Yes.
1: Yes. The nurse coaching program with with Inca. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, and so the, the integrative, um, is trauma-based healing. I mean, how is that? Is it more just like you're saying a lens, um, or a philosophy or does that, is that not part of integrative coaching or is it just more explicitly done? through the
1: program that you went through? Yeah, I I weave them together. So my, um, the way that I practice is mainly coaching. So, um, you know, motivational interviewing, um, positive psychology, finding uh, really accessible goals for my clients through that trauma healing lens. And uh, so when we find a place that the client's stuck and can't move any farther because self-care only goes so far, right? Uh, I can help them through the through the co-regulation in the um, in our sessions for one, but also helping them through the certain uh, you know embodiment exercises and um, just it's it's the SE is the lens in which I coach. Okay.
0: Um, and so where, where do you find your clients now? How do they, or how do they find you? Um,
1: uh, yeah, so, uh, I've actually have had a lot of business through my whole 30 website <laughs> through the whole 30 website. Um, because everybody is, you know, looking for that starts with food situation and they see that I'm a nurse and do other coaching as well. So that's been really helpful. Um, I, it's, it's basically been word of mouth these days. I have, I, I, I keep getting messages from the universe telling me that I need to work, need to do some more targeted marketing towards nurses, uh, especially for the, for the last two years. And so um, I, I really am hoping to do that a little bit more. I, um, I'm working on launching a group program for nurses. Who have been struggling for the last couple of years and uh, I'll be launching that in th- this May around Nurses Week and so um, yeah it's been a lot of word of mouth recently. Uh, um, I, I,
0: I'm going to tag on to you because you just said the universe is giving you messages and I, I, I personally listen to the universe every day like it's guided me amazingly but how does it how does the universe Tell you that you need to do more targeted marketing uh certain things have been
1: landing in my lap <laughs> they just sort of show up and um i have been invited to to present at our tucson tucson nurses week foundation um conference coming up in may and um i had a, a nurse contact me recently saying this is the state of my unit they're all cynical they it's a horrifically traumatizing place to be in a pediatric emergency room. And uh, there's literally no emotions that happen, right? There's, there's nothing that happens after that. And she, so she was really, she's really concerned and really wants to do something about it. And so um, working with her on trying to, to start a program with her nurses. So
0: oh, I love that. Um, yeah. You know, another thing that, you know, I would say, is a manifestation of burnout in nursing is, you know, the whole thing with a cap on on nursing salaries because the the nurses are all going to staffing agencies and stuff and they're trying to say the staffing agencies are evil. And I'm like, come on, this is just, this is burnout and it's true its form. It's like bad management, like it's everything, but, you know, staffing agencies being greedy. Like that's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, exactly. And If there's any sort of resiliency program, it's always on the nurse.
0: Right, right, right. (laughs) right like here's, here's a a pizza party and some meditation software for you. So
1: (laughs) my gosh, don't get me started. My old hospital that I used to work with, they literally won't hire anybody to do that work with their, their, um, staff, but they created an app (laughs) (laughs) because tech is the
0: answer to everything, you know, it's just kind of like, come on. Um, so on your website, you call yourself a rebel nurse. So where did that come from?
1: I think it it comes from taking. I want to take a step back from the hyper hyper individualistic view of health and well being, and I think that that can be a trap in the wellness world. You know that we can self heal ourselves, and um, you know it's on us if we're not healthy. It turns into a moral issue. Um, health looks a certain way; it feels a certain way, and so I I don't believe in any of that. I believe that um, health comes from, of course, there's some self responsibility in there. However, it comes from community and connection and co regulation, and yeah, I, I it's it's our birthright to have that community. And, um, I think we've lost that, or I don't know if we had it (laughs) in our Western world here, but, uh, we, we are desperate for it, especially after the last couple of years.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I I would totally agree with you as well, because there's certainly, there's always, um, the individual that is responsible for choices, but like, I mean, just looking at your whole 30 or, or the food choices that are out there, like. Um, you know, the food is stuffed with sugar, it's stuffed with soy, it's stuffed with gluten, it's stuffed with all of this stuff. Like, I mean, there's literally, I mean, even the, the vegetables that we have are, are squelched in like toxins and and all kinds of like it's I've talked to so many people to the point that like I just don't even want to eat because everything is just like bad for you and it's it's really disturbing like in the last 50 years what they've done to food is just um abhorrent and the fact that we have more health care and yet are getting fatter uh, is not like people just not caring or they're just lazy that's that's the worst thing you know you can say it's it's just not true
1: and I think choice only goes so, so far. You know, there's there's also food deserts or food apartheid issues, right? Uh, food isn't necess- healthy foods aren't necessarily available uh, to- They're expensive. So, it's ridiculous how expensive it is. Yeah, and, and also it goes back to that, are we in a position in our nervous systems to be able to make those choices for ourselves? You know, I, I think choice only goes so far.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it. I mean, my, just in the last two years, my grocery bill has literally doubled. Um, and I buy like half the amount of stuff that I, I used to buy. Um, and it, it's just crazy. And it's just kind of like, do you want to pay more not to have toxins in your food? Or you want to have, you know, you pay less and you get the toxins and the, then you get, you know, healthcare issues. And it, it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So- um, so, Lindsay, let me ask you this: uh, In your coaching business, are you where you want to be, or do you have like um, a grander vision for what you want, or what's kind of on the horizon for you?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really in the process of even figuring that out. Uh, one a big part of why I went into my own business is so that I have a an appropriate work life balance for myself. Right. I. I, I think that. Um, you know, I, I want a big part of my day to be taking care of myself, reading a book, doing some movement, you know, plus I'm a mom, so I have all of that job responsibility, you know, on those off hours, supposed to off hours, right? <laughs> yeah, the third shift. And so, um, that's really important to me because when I feel my best, I am able to give to my clients a bit, a lot more of myself. And so, uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. I, uh, I'm probably about not where I'd like to have my capacity for my clients. I do a lot of work online, but I do have, uh, a room at a place called rooted integrative wellness center here in Tucson. It's awesome. Um, and I would love to do some, some more group coaching and I'm just trying to figure out where that sweet spot is. Right. You know? Right.
0: Uh, and that's how you work with people. Now you do group coaching and one-on-one,
1: uh, I do most, mostly one-on-one right now. Uh, I did a lot more group coaching before the pandemic. Um, but I, I kind of have put that on hold. I kept my kids for fi- home for 15 months. And so, uh, my whole business was a bit on hold for a while.
0: Yeah. I know that that's, that's impossible.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a single
0: mom. Um, so, you know, just the pandemic was just crazy. So, um, yeah, I, I get it. And that balance, um, you know, it, in some ways, like the business, like I used to say, start a business to get freedom and flexibility and stuff. And then I'm like, I got to stop saying that because I didn't get any freedom from my business. <laughs> I got, you know, I, I love um, what I'm doing and I love, uh, making an impact and helping people, but it certainly is not giving me all the freedom that I wanted. It's um, it's given me value and it's giving me like autonomy,
1: uh, but not free time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, and I think I have to, you know, pref not I, I just just you know, <laughs> I come but I come from a lot of privilege. You know, my husband is in a uh, a position that he can support. You know, this evolution of my, my business. And so I'm really grateful and lucky for that. So I just wanted to mention that.
0: <laughs> well, I would also say that, you know, on the flip side, that can be, um, almost a, um, a barrier. Cause a lot of times, like when people have the, the means to start a business because their, their job, um, whatever allows it and supports it. They don't make nearly as much progress. Um, so, I mean, I think, um, a testament to you in your persistence in getting this up and running and finding clients and keeping this going, um, has nothing to do with that. So I, you know, congratulations on your
1: business. Thank you. Thank you.
0: But, um, all right, well, um, where can people find you if uh, they wanna learn more about your business, your services, or get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, great, I am at www.lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, mcdonaldjohnson.com. And uh, I live on Instagram mostly, I'm at lindsaymcjohnson. Uh, and I, I do a lot of talk about trauma and stress, and, uh, kind of those explicit self-regulation stuff. I work with, uh, emotional freedom technique and heart math and, uh, meditation, mindfulness stuff. So that's, that's kind of what I talk about there. And yeah, that's where, that's where you can find me.
0: Awesome.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this podcast with us today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here.